Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah, really, Nishmasi Mimirosirus Pesmorlochai. I had this chus to sponsor yesterday share on Zois Chanukah in honor of my son Moishi's birthday. When he came and turned on the daf and heard the parents of he came running to tell me that it's the best birthday gift he ever got. The reason why I'm, I'm reading this, first of all, it brought a tear to my eye, a few tears. This morning, one of my good friends was texting me, what should I get about Mr. Bach? What safer do you recommend? So I wrote back to him, PlayStation. Like, what? Like, what are you getting about Mr. Bachar? Svarim. Why does he need Svarim? Is he going to open up in six, seven years from now? I don't think about Mr. Bachar wants Svarim. They might lie to you. They say, yeah, of course, I want a Svarim. I said, okay, so I'll get this. What do you think? I said, get him a watch. Get him something schmack. Not PlayStation. I said, a PlayStation. And here you have a 12-year-old that is happy to get something that has to do with Torah. But boy, si, uh, I don't know if they told you, there's no donuts today. <laughs> Look, they're all showing up. <laughs> all three of them. What do you guys want for your bar mitzvah? Svarim or Playstations? Playstation. What about you? Svarim? Also, Playstation. What about you? Svarim, right? You want Svarim. You're the Svarim type of kid. <sighs> Wallet, cash, sachen, no cash. Uh, fine. I'm happy that he understands the chashivas of Torah and the commitment to Kfiyas Itim Torah. I hope this will inspire others to honor their children with a parnas hayoyim, and they too should feel the connection to Torah. Binyamin Kar Yishkoyach. I brought my sing along with me, my sign, my my sign along with me to the Gateway Shabbos Hanukkah retreat in Stanford, Connecticut. I'm reading backwards now. The feedback I got from a lot of people was. Oh yeah, that's the fancy guy. I heard him, he does the, the, the daf in eight minutes. I had to explain to many people the history of the eight minute daf and how it evolved and what MDY is today. I think this work for the MDY marketing team to help change this perception of the general. It's true, a lot of people think that the daf is in eight minutes. And then, and then the Ahmed Vez is less than eight minutes. Shkoyach Peres Chaim for the sign. Check out my Menorah video. Mati Wine Rib Sukadaf Bez, Muncie, New York. Here's the sign. And here's a very, very special uh, song put together with MDY coffee cups Menorah. You made it. You finally made it, Nachman. <laughs> so that is actually an amazing song. In, in London, they they played it, and they the, the Manchester Dylan loves it over there, over here also. There's going to be a brand new song that Nachman is working on. Arrangements by. We don't, oh, that's right. It doesn't matter who. A very famous arranger, but we're not going to say who. And Beis uh, Hashem, I think I'm going to introduce it, or we're going to introduce it at the Miami Seum. Uh, a, a very upbeat song. My good friend of Rumi Klein, who spent the showers with me recently, married off his oldest daughter, attached a short video of him dancing with me, so you know who it is. We always share singles together. Your Talmud and Nachman's buddy of Rumi Leibowitz from Mi'ila Dav Beis, probably the first bar park guy to watch the shear. Mila Dav Beis is like three and a half years ago, three, uh, maybe three, three years and three months. We always said good morning, good That's right. Those were the days where Nachman, every morning, when she started, say good morning, Avrumi. And I would say, listen, this guy is watching on YouTube. You gotta tone it down a little bit, like I tell uh, Dr. Factor. You know, there's other people watching. So Nachman used to say, nobody's watching, nobody cares about YouTube. It's us 20, focus on us 20. It'll never be more than this. Stop hacking and trying to get about your YouTube. Maisa Shaya? True. True. Good morning, Avrumi.
Gershon Rose, sharing the warmth and the love of Zeis Hanukkah. Henech Schwinger with my eight-year-old Yitzi, Zeis Hanukkah Halal in Manchester. Now, I got to say that it might be awesome to play this song during a Halal. And the reason is because it might bring other people to say the words. If this is the middle of Halal, I have a few kashas. Here we go. Are you allowed to say those words in the middle? I don't know. Maybe it's a chiv to say it. Wow. And these guys all look litvish to me. I don't know. The Heimish, Heimish. My wife said, Yitzhak Friedman, I've been in the past, and she's really enhancing my day since I'm in construction and have some time throughout the day to listen to the shir between job sites. See attached picture how me and my brother-in-law, Shlomi Schwartz, two Hasidim, S-E-E-D-I-M, two Hasidim, Asidim, Maybe it's from that joke. Chassidim from Borough Park, who listen to the Shir every day. We're at the OJBA show, which is a fully Jewish Heimish construction show in New York City. We noticed the MDY socks and one of the guys being interviewed. Actually, he's the interviewer. That's Nisanel Gans. No wonder he's wearing the socks. But what comes around goes around. I don't know if you remember when I was doing the Art Scroll interview and I didn't realize that they had cameras on my socks. And Nisanel took the picture of my socks and he put it on Yeshiva World News. He says, which rabbi wears these kind of socks? And here he is. Here he is with the socks. All I can say is that seeing something from MDY is like seeing something which is part of our family. Keep it up. And we're looking forward to keep on listening to the shir. And all you'll be able to make the MDY seem in Borough Park. Signed off to Hasidim from Borough Park. Oh, Shalom Aleichem. What's your name? Shlomi Braun. Shlomi Braun. From Borough Park. Where do you live in Borough Park? Let's hear the street. 49th Street. You don't say the avenue. Berach the avenue, no? Oh, and I went to Square on 14th and 45th. So Now anything you would have said, I would say I went to Carlin on, uh, on 18th Avenue, whatever. And Minkach is on, where's Minkach? On 14th Avenue? I don't even remember. 47th. My boy said, listen to this. This is, a, somebody left a comment on YouTube. I listened to Ravelli and I, I'm not even religious anymore. I just like to have some Torah in my day. Gavi Glazer. So I asked the Oilam, the guys who are not religious, and listen to the share to, to write in. Here's the first one that wrote in, Yishkoya, thank you. And this is Rabbi Solomon who sent the donuts yesterday, and I heard that he got them in Beitar and had them shipped here. It, wasn't, it was a whole matzav to get the donuts over. It's Yishkoya. And one last, oh, we got to go. Attached our pictures that we took tonight and last day of the night. It's Hanukkah, and MDY monthly gift is put next to the menorah. The monthly gift is that dreidel-looking thing on the bottom of the menorah that had all the brachas in, and uh, everybody that, I think everybody that um, signed up to the monthly got a gift, and Be'ezer Shem Purim also, v'chul v'chul. Have a freilich and say, Yiddish Yiddi Schwartz. Okay, we'll just jump into it. Rabbi Isai, what month of the year has the most birthdays in Hebrew? Hebrew month. No. No, Tishrei. For sure, after Yom Kippur, everyone gives birth. They have to give birth anyway, no? No, because the fast is labor. I think the answer is, I'm just going to say, I think it's other, when you have two, a year that has two others, other Aleph and other Bays. So you combine those, the 60 days of births, and then whatever. What year, what year, what month has the least births, uh, the least birthdays? Also, other, other Aleph. You have what I'm saying? 
because no. Okay, forget it. Is it? I understood it when I wrote it. I'll have to think about it later. What non-Jewish date has an importance when it comes to halacha? Oh, very good. I knew everybody's going to say that. But if you're Hasidish, if you're Hasidish, is more. Nittelnacht. Very good. Now, here's a good one. There's a girl on, on a date. A literature girl on a literature date. And she got so sick and tired of the guy, she made a nether that she'll never have any benefit from this guy. She'll never have enough from him. Can he drive her home? Know yeah, <laughs> <gonna be> <laughs> <laughs> anybody? Yeah. What are you talking about? In America. This, this only happens in America, these kinds of stories. Fine. Rabbi Isai, uh, the Koil is sponsored by Mr. Anonymous, Rabbi Anonymous from Lakewood. The Masech is sponsored by Ain Zgul Katervin, the Chelk Yaakov Yalak. First sponsor of today. Listen, the answer is for those who are not going to fall asleep, and they'll be up towards the end of this year. <clears throat> First sponsor for today is Anonymous. Second sponsor, sponsor Tzali Fortgang, in memory of Yidi Leibowitz. Zeichet Tzali Gevracha, we all remember Yidi. Is it this is your side? No. Who got me and my son Zisha hooked on the daf one year ago today. He used to pump the daf and he got his son Zisha, the one that goes with the cab in Yerushalayim, comes here all the time. And Mazel Tov on the engagement of Yidi's daughter, so Mazel Tov. And in honor of Yankel Cohen, the official MDY MSP, it was a pleasure spending time with you. The art of this month is sponsored, I think it's one of the last days, sponsored by Anonymous for Lakewood. And today is the yard side of Rabbi Chaim Shmulevitz, Zeichet, Tzadik, Liv, Racha. Rabbi Isai, don't forget to go to mdycm.com. Are we going to pump this every single day? I think, I don't know if the, the early bird special is still on. It's supposed to be going throughout Hanukkah. It's what? It's extended. Of course it's extended. It's $150 value. It's costing MDY $150. And I think it's $59 online because of all the beautiful sponsors that pitched in. So Yishkoyach. Okay. Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Says the Gemara that Samach Beis with Beis towards the bottom. So we had in the mission of a person says, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do a certain thing or I'm going to do a certain thing. Ad hak shamim. He says a plural. Until the rains. So ad shiuk shamim. Then it has to rain. Which is the second rain. There, we're going to see now in the sugya, there's three rains. And when he says the rains, he's talking about the second one. What? No, it's the bottom of some of Beis and Beis. Huh? Ah, we didn't do that at all. Okay. Fine. Tanya. Galil, the Galil, it has mountains. And he went down into the valley. So that was yesterday's question of a person made a nether that he's not going to do something until it snows. And he was in Chicago where it snows and it snows a lot. And then he moved to Eretz Yisrael and he's in Yerushalayim. So does his nether go based on where he was or where he is? So over here it says, And he went into the valleys. Even though that's where they already finished 
uh, reaping the, the figs in the valley. Since his nether took place, he was in the mountains at the time, so he has to wait until the mountainous kite. If a person says he will refrain from doing something or he will do something until it rains, or he says another lotion, and until it is the second rain of the season. Rav Shimon says, no, you don't have to wait until it rains, until the time of the rain. Big nafkimina. Did it rain or it didn't rain? Rav Shimon says, it doesn't have to rain. The date has to show up. It has to be a certain date in the calendar. That's it. Omar. You can turn off the, the volume. It's because he said the word Geshomim, plural. Explains the Ran. When a person says, instead of Geshem, he says Geshomim. You can show the chart also, Gary. Geshomim and Geshem. That's Nafkimina. If he says Geshem, that's normal. But if he adds the Yudmem, Geshomim, so now he's trying to say, he's trying to stick in something extra where he didn't have to stick it in. And therefore he's referring to literal rain. It has to actually rain. Otherwise, why do you say Geshomim? He would say Geshem. But if he just said Geshem, three letters. Geshem, Adzman, Geshom, Komar. Then it's like on the blue, on the left. Everybody agrees that you don't have to have it actually raining. You just have to be in a certain time in the calendar when it's the normal time for it to rain. We're going to see what that is. Then his nether is over. But if he says Gishomim, he added the Yudmem. Yudmem, why did he add Yudmem? Because one man of the holds, it actually has to rain. Meisvei. Now, just the rant sticks in. We learned that if a person says Ada Kotzir, until you reap, says, yeah, you physically have to go and chop the wheat down. What's enough, Kimino? Because he says, Geshem has a very, uh, there's this date. There's a certain date to it, as we're going to see now. And therefore, you don't actually have to have the rain. But by Kotzer, every year, it's a different time. Meisvei. Dafsam Gimel, Amadalav, Antap. Now, all we're trying to do now, we're going to go with Akasha pretty much until the Mishnah. So just to say Balpeh, because it's kind of long. We just said that if it says Geshem, if a person uses the word Geshem, not Geshemim, everybody's in agreement that it doesn't have to rain. It's a certain, it's a certain date in the calendar. Now here we're going to prove that if he said Geshem, it does have to rain. That's it. And the Gemara is going to answer, no, it's not talking about a case where he said Geshem, it's a case where he said Geshemim. That's why there's a Machlegis. Okay, let's see inside. Aziz managed to reveal. What is the time of this revia? Revia means where the, the rain is on the ground, says the, the Ran. It's a revitza. It's, it's like, okay, it means rain. So there's three rains. Habakhira, the Bukhar, the first rain, Bishloisha. So we have a three-way machlokes. Here it is. Very, very simple. This is Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Meir says it's on the third day of Cheshvin, the seventh day of Cheshvin, and the 23rd day of Cheshvin. Now in Mesechtas Tainus, it's a little bit easier to remember. Over there, it just, it just moves over. The next Tana says it starts at the 7th, 23rd, and 1st. And the next Tana, or the 17th, I should say. Let's see the next one. Here. 
Next Tana is 7, 17, 23. You see? 7, 17, 23. Next Tana is 17, 23, 1. Let me see if this is... Gimel, you see over here it jumps from 7 to 23. Over there, I believe, it's 3, 7, 17. The 23 over here is... Okay, fine. So... Yeah, 717 is good. 717 is good. And 1723 and 1 is also good. It's the, the first one, I believe, is off in, from here in Tainas. Okay, fine. You get the idea. The middle one is the 7th of Cheshvin. The last one is the 23rd of Cheshvin. That's what Remeir no, the first one in the seventh of Cheshvin, the seventeenth of Cheshvin, the twenty-third of Cheshvin. Rabbi Yosi Oimer, here's Rabbi Yosi. B'shiva Asar u'be'esim Rishloisha u'be'chodesh Kislev. Seventeen, twenty-three, and Rishchodesh Kislev. B'chein ha'ir Rabbi Yosi Oimer, ein ha'yechidim isanim at shigiyah Rishchodesh Kislev. Now. When it doesn't rain, it doesn't rain. It's a terrible thing in Eretz Yisrael when it doesn't rain. In those days, everybody's dependent on the crop. No crops, people starve to death. So the Hasidim go out and they start fasting. When? Aleph Kislev. First day of Kislev, Rishchayish Kislev. Why do you, what's this first, second, and third? What are, what's the significance of all these rains? So the first rain, very passionate. This is when you start saying, in Eretz Yisrael. In Chutzlarz, all over Chutzlarz, the 60 days from the beginning of autumn, which is December 5th, I think, no? What's the art school say? For the fifth. Oh yeah, leap year is fifth. Correct. The kids are okay. What does it say? Four and fifth. Okay. And what do you say? Fourth and fifth. Okay. The English art should say the fourth. Fine, we get the idea. And this is my famous story where I was in Pnei Shmuel on like December, I want to say, when was it? Yeah, I, I, I was in Pnei Shmuel one year, like December 6th or 7th. I came back from America and the Chazan said, Vesein Tal Mator. He didn't say Vesein Tal. And I, I screamed. I corrected him in front of the whole show. Now there's a hundred people davening shachars there. The problem was that I came from America. And I didn't realize in Israel they switched it. In America they didn't switch it. So I scream out like a shaita and the whole place look, turns around to me and does this. And then here's the big problem of Amaritz. The next year the same exact thing happened to me. I was in America when they switched. I come back to Pnei Shmuel, same shul, same story. And the shaita chazan doesn't say the right thing like they said. In America, so I scream out again, and the whole nachamol. Nobody even remembered that the year before was the same Amaris. Okay, fine. Real bizyoyness. Yeah, you weren't there then. Yeah. Okay. 
He did? Oh yeah, you were diving there. You also dive in there? Who else dive in there? So literally there's like a hundred people there. It's a crazy minion. That what the biggest video I once saw in that shul, a kid diving mincha there for the Ahmad. And when he finished Mincha, he said, Baruch Hashem and Now that's Bizyainas. But he's he was a 13-year-old kid. Yeah, he's laughing. <laughs> nah, he's like, ah, Baruch Hashem wasn't me. <laughs> what do you say? He's busy on the PlayStation? Yeah, that's what happens when you get him a PlayStation. One of my sons came to Shul right after his bar mitzvah, and everybody is like, Daddy, why is everybody taking a nap? He had no clue. He's never been in Shul before. He didn't learn like everybody's. Okay. Why do you need the third? Here, let's go back to the map, to the calendar. Why need the third rain? Lisanois. If it doesn't start raining yet, everybody goes into Atainas or the, the tzaddik goes into Atainas. El Shniyalamai. What is the point of the second rain? This is our Reb over here. Reb Zeira who said there's a difference between the word Geshem and Geshamim. Geshem, according to everybody, would mean a certain date. Gishamim, this machloik, is whether it actually has to rain or not when he says it in his nether. They're referring to somebody that makes a nether. Now, the Ran says, this is not important for the cash of the Gemara, but why not? Just throw it in there. Confuse the question a little bit. But it doesn't confuse the question. The question is very simple. From this, right over here is mashma that the word Geshem also, there's also machlaikas. Not like Reb Zerah. says, everybody agrees. If a person puts in his nether, he says, I won't ride a bike at Geshem. Geshem doesn't mean it has to physically rain. You can be in there just when there's a drought and a certain date comes, this middle date, let's say over here, Reb Yaisi, Chav Gimel Cheshven comes, or if you go to the Yud Zayin Cheshven, or Zayin Cheshven, depends who you are, whatever, when it comes to that date, you could start riding your bike. Because your nether is at Geshem, it doesn't have to rain. But over here we see different, then it does have to rain. Why? Now, he says like this, a few calendars here. L- let's look at this for a second. You see the, the, the gold yellow arrow on top? That's from the first revia to the second revia, from the first rain to the second rain, according to Rabbi Meir. How many days is that? Let's count together. Gimel, Dalad, Hey, Vav, Zion, five days. Now, according to the next sheet of Rabbi Huda, when you go from Zion, blue, it, the, the, the arrow is only from Ches, we go, Zion, Ches, Tes, Yud, Yud, Aleph, Yud, Bez, Yud, Gimel, Yud, Dalad, Tes, Vav, Zion. How many days is that? Eleven. I wrote ten by mistake. It's really eleven with the Zion. Okay, fine. Doesn't matter. Now, why? Zayin, Ches, Tes, Yud, Yud, Aleph, Yud, Eleven. Now, if you go from, it's more, all the way to Yud, Zayin. One, two, three, it's ten, eleven. Yeah, with Zayin, it's, it's eleven. So we'll take that ten out and put eleven there. Now, that's not important. What's important is the red line. From Yud, Zayin, which is the Revere Rishayna, according to Rabbi Yaisi, until the second Revere, the second rain, from Yud, Zayin to Chav Gimel, how many days? Seven. Yud Zayin, Yud Ches, Yud Tes, Chav, Chav Aleph, Chav Beis, Chav Gimel. Seven days. Now let's look inside. He says like this. 
If it rained, a consistent rain, a constant, how do you say, a non-stop rain for seven days straight. Consecutive, well, consecutive is too much for me. Continuous, non-stop is better for me. Shiva in part of it she said non-stop. Shiva yomim zeh achar zeh. Atamoyin. I'm not writing a book now. We're talking like uh, like how people talk. How do people talk when the, it rains? Write books, you should write how people talk. No, but if I, if I want to say, Ashi says steady, non-stop. Here, here we got a guy from California, non-stop. But there's no rain. That's how you talk to your daughter. There's a, a seven-day continuous rain. No, non-stop. Okay, fine. Let me show However, you talk, you talk. You get it. Insert your lotion over there. So basically, who's the only Tana on this calendar that says there's seven days between the first and the second? Rabbi Yossi. Because if it's Rabbi Yudha, it's 11 days. And if it's Rabbi Meir, it's five days. So Rabbi Shimon Yudha is talking to Rabbi Yossi, which is not important, says the Ran, to the question of the Gemara. But the point is, what's, what is the point? The question is, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, he holds, you don't have, it doesn't have to rain. It just has to, that date has to come. So he's telling whoever he's telling, he's telling Rabbi Yossi, whoever, whoever it is, he's telling, don't you agree to me if it rains continuously, it rains non-stop, don't you agree to me that it's considered as if it's two types of rains? You would think it's one rain, because it started on Gimel and it ended seven days later, maybe it's one rain. Don't you agree with me that it's actually considered two rains? Yes, okay, great. But that's not the point. The point is that if he said the word Geshem, it doesn't even have to rain. Why does it have to rain? According to Abzeira, if a guy uses the word Geshem, there's no need for it to rain. So if whatever date shows up, Chav Gimel shows up on the calendar, that's it, the nether is over. So why are you telling me, oh, don't you agree that if it rained nonstop from Yudzayin to Chav Gimel, the nether is over, even if it didn't rain at all, not even one drop, the nether is over. Why? Because Chav Gimel showed up on the calendar. And he said Geshem. Now how do I know he said Geshem? It doesn't say he said Geshem. Because that's the norm. That's how people talk. So Lechari said a nether with Geshem. So what's the Gemara's answer going to be? He didn't say Geshem. He said Geshamim. And when you say Geshamim, this is Machlaikas. You're right. When you say Geshamim, the Tanakhama holds, it needs to rain. And because it needs to rain, says Rabbi Shem Gamaliel, oh, but you agree to me that it's considered two, two rains. Zion is one. Yud Zion is a second one. I, a rain nonstop in between. It's considered two rains. Okay. That's all. Sugiya Shama Yisrael. But you have to put a question mark here. Yeah, whatever the question is, 10 lines down. Your whole question was based on the fact that he used the Lashon of Geshem, three letters. No, he used the word Geshem in five letters. And therefore, if we go all the way to the beginning of the Sugyo, five letters, there is a machlaikis between the Tanakam and Okay. Now, New Mishnah, sponsored by... Oh, you have to look up the Mishnah now. I don't want him to have to force it in there. Oh, official Mishnah, sponsored by Alan Khan. Memory of Yocheved Mino Bat Avram. Okay. Person makes a nether that he won't drink wine for a whole year. We had until the, the night, we had a... 24 hours, 12 hours, until it's over here, he says the whole year. Lashona. This year. <clears throat> and we had this Gemara also. 
If there's an Ibriyar, they added a month to the year, he said, to the end of the year. So it, however many months are in the year. What? Why, what happened? Okay, yeah, you're right. I just took the chart from Motsi Shabbos and I added on Lashana. Okay, there's a Yud missing there. Okay, I will tell you that I was not feeling very well last night. And my head was spinning like crazy. And I said, that's it. It's over. My streak is over. So I was learning the Chavrusa. I couldn't see him straight. Like everything was spinning. And he said, um, did you drink today? I said, I don't remember. He says, oh, that's the... So he gave me two, two glasses of water. And I, I, I started getting strong. It's today so I woke up again. I still dizzy. And I drink a lot of water. And Bamsham, here I am. A few, a few mistakes. I wrote 10 instead of 11. Not the end of the world. Shaini. No. Givaldi. I hope, I hope that was my flu for the year. Those few hours. As the Ran explained over there, guy's staying in, he's standing in the beginning of the year and he doesn't know it's 13 months, 12 months, he made a nether for the year. It includes even if later on they add a month to it, it's included. So big machlakes are showing me here. The Ram brings the Rashba. If a person says, Shona Achas, one year, does it include the Iber Yar or not? Does it include 13 months? And he says, according to the Rashba, no. A guy says, Shona Achas, he means your regular typical year of 12 months. He could be standing in a leap year with 13 months, and all he has to be Mekayim for his nether is 12 months, according to the Rashba. The Ran argues on him, another Rishonim argue over here, but it's an interesting Shailah. He says, Shona Achas. Ran goes in, there's a mitzvah to, to start right away. But according to Sam Rishonim, he, he only meant a typical year. A typical year is 12 months. So what if it's a leap year right now? You don't have to keep the 13 months. Back upon him in this mission, it says, What? What happened? Oh, I got according to the Rosh. <laughs> He didn't say Baruch Shikivanti. He said, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're sick. You just, and the rush also says it's 10 days, not 11 days. I and Joe. So, if there's a leap year, it's all 13 months. Add Rosh If he says Rosh Chodesh Adar, oh, what's Rosh Chodesh Adar? Now, it happens to be, Hasidim have a big problem here. This is, this is a big, big issue. When a person says Adar, what is the main month of Adar? It's a big, there was a scene in Gemara. When a person says Adar, is it Adar Aleph, Adar Beis? Your side is one, Chof Aleph Adar. Some Hasidim go on both months. You gotta be, you don't know. Is it Adar? I'm serious. How many months, how many times do you go? He's never went. <laughs> you went? Right. You heard about this, the people of Mahmoud, like two Yom Kippers, they go, fine. So what is the main month of Adar? So if a person says, Adar, so Rabbi said again, going back to Nadarim. Nadarim is literally Adam, it goes by how we speak, not what the halacha is. Because halacha will tell you a bar mitzvah is in other bays, or this is in that. And, and, and when, do we, when do we do Purim? Other bays. There's nothing to do with what the halach is. It has to do with how we speak. 
Typically speaking, I would think that if somebody says, Rish Chodesh Adar, he means the first Adar. That's how, yeah? If he says, until the end of Adar, he means the end of the first Adar also. When he says, Soif Adar, Adar Harishon. This is the famous, famous case of a person who gave birth to twin boys. One was born at the last day of other Aleph, five, day, five minutes before Shkia, and the other one was born five minutes after, let's say, Tzais. So the second one that was born five minutes after Tzais, his bar mitzvah is a full month before his brother. He's born second, but his bar mitzvah is a month earlier because he was born on Aleph, the first day of Rosh other Beis. And the other one was born on Lamed of Chavtes uh, of other Aleph, fine. Says the Mishnah. So you see from here, when a person's time says, throws out the, the word other, he means the first month, the first other. So it comes out that our mission is reviewed to the Sanya. When you write a star, what do you write in a star? Other Rishon, because of other Rishon. He should write other Rishon. Other Shani, because of other Stam. What is the, your, when a person says other without explaining what it is, what does he mean? Does he mean the first other or the second other? According to Remeir, the Remeir, uh, Stam other is the other Rishon. Let us review the Stam, other Rishon, because of other Rishon. Other Shani, because of other Stam, Shani. Stam other is Shani. Correct. The Remeir. The Budoimer, other Rishon, because of Stam. Other shady because of Tinyon, he should write it's the second one. So, Lukhari, you see that our Mishnah goes according to Rabbi Yehuda, Omar Abayah, if he knows that there's an Ibriyar, he looked in the calendar, he heard, already that there's going to be a. He looked in the calendar, he heard already that there's going to be a. So, Stam is the second one. And if he doesn't know, so the Stam, the regular, is the first one. It's already 8 o'clock. It gets earlier and earlier, this guy. Sponsored by Greg Haber for Brocha, Barnos, Atzlocha, for his entire family and everyone learning the daf, and Latzlocha for the members of the HBA group and their families on main. But Tanya, it's a Binichusa. Again, we're in Mesechus and Adarim. Most of the Tanyas are Binichusa. And by the way, I said uh, today's the Yorzer of Chaim Shmulevitz. We're talking about Adarim. That's the famous, famous story where two Bacharim. Said a thousand times, two Bacham, because it's yours, I gotta say, two Bacham walking down the aisle, he's walking down the aisle, and two Bacham saw him coming, and they got nervous, Rashiva is walking by, they're Tan Rabbanon. So he told them there is no Tan Rabbanon in Mesech Nazim Now we understand why there's no Tan Rabbanon in Mesech Nazim Because it's the whole Mesech is very different. It's probably Yerushalmi or whatever it is. Vatanya, it says Binichusa, Ad Rishchodesh Ador, Ad Rishchodesh Ador Harishoin. So we have a right to this, like a bay that what? When a person says Stam, it means the first other. In other words, he knew that there's difference if a person knew beforehand or not. And the Ran says that typically when Rabbi Yehuda fights or argues with Rameir, the Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore, when a person writes a shtar or whatever, the first other, when he says Stam Adar, he means Adar Rishoin. Now, 
It happens to be, there's only three Mishnahis like this in the entire Shas. That there's zero, zero Gemara. This Mishnah goes all the way to the end of the Perek. The other two are in B'chayrus and in Rosh Hashanah. B'chayrus, David Gimel, Rosh Hashanah, Chafal. Now, it's Kedai maybe to see the Mishnah inside. The Mishnah on Samach Aleph Amid Beis. So, if you go to Samach Aleph Amid Beis, it says... Like two lines into the Mishnah. You see there's one Mishnah, two lines in. It says, here's, here's the rule. Anything that has a very defined time. And we said over there it means it ends in a certain time. But we see over here also when it starts is defined. And he uses the Lashon. I'm making a nether until it shows up. Then let's say until Pesach. So until Pesach shows up. Not until it's over. But if he says, But if he says until it is, also actually Yetze. So it's also until Pesach is over. So if a person says, let me ask you, a person says, I won't drink wine, Ad Shiyye Pesach. Based on this rule over here, until Pesach will be, what does he mean? Until Pesach is over. Very good. Says the Mishnah. It should be until Pesach is over, right? No. He meant until Pesach starts. Why? Because we know that he has a chiyuv of Dalit Kaisis. There's no way in the world he made a neder that's going to go against the Torah. Problem is that if we go back, now this is also to see inside, maybe. The first mission of the parak, Daf Samach Omer Aleph, it starts off. This is the exact case. I'm making an edder, I won't drink wine. And then the Mishnah says, Ada Pesach, also Achiyah. Achiyah, Mefurish in the first Mishnah. If he says, also Achiyah, and Rovay Rebuda says, that it's also until Lel Sayyidis, not Achiyah, not until the end of it. So there's a whole Shiley in the Rishonim, is Rabbi Huda arguing on the first Mishnah? Or perhaps the first Mishnah is not even talking about Yayin. It starts off Yayin. And then it talks about something else. I won't ride a bike. Okay, fine. When this comes out, Pesach, it's very interesting. There's no Gemara. Uh, almost, I mean, every mission in Shas has Gemara. There's something that the Amoraim want to add and explain. Such a long Mishnah, zero Gemara. Self-explanatory, I guess. Says the Gemara. Says the Mishnah. What? Yeah. Something. Okay, so it's not a stereo. It is a stereo. It's so posh to them that it wasn't uh... We're talking about Ervim Kippur. And the person says, I won't eat meat until the fast. And the answer, it means the day before Yom Kippur, which is a big mitzvah to eat. And obviously, he wanted to eat meat. In those days, they would eat meat. Ervim Kippur, I think we're makbid not to. I think we have a minute not to eat meat. Right? We, we, eat, we eat chicken. No, you don't know about this, Minig? Yeah, the, we don't eat meat. So from now on, don't eat meat. And most people don't eat meat. It's, we know it's not the same, but when somebody says, I have meat in the, in the, in the soup, on Ervin Kippur, you know he's talking about chicken. Because nobody eats meat. Ella! Maybe it's a, I don't know. That's our minig. I know that's by Meshver, that was the minig. And is it your minig not to eat meat? Never, you don't remember. Okay, fine. So, it means he didn't, since it's a mitzvah to eat, and it's a deiraisa, 
So he didn't mean not to eat meat then. Rabbi Yosef Minoy adds, so we know we spoke about this just recently. Ezra was Masakin, should eat garlic. Is it only for men? We know that the Vilna Gain says that everybody should eat garlic because every, every minog mitzvah that the, the Gemara talks about it tells you one pshat, but there's really many other pshatim to it. So it's a mitzvah for everybody. So this is a, a chidush. He says, even something that's a tachkana and a minog, not a deraisa, also, he did not include into his nether. A guy wants to give his friend a gift. Now he knows his friend is going to... Re- Nobody wants to take money from somebody else. So he says, you know what? Take this for your son. I want you to take... No, I don't want to take it for my son. I know your trick. I know you're trying to give me a gift. He says, listen, if you don't take it, I'm putting you in a nether. I'm not going to have anything to do with you. It's such a simple nether that you don't even have to go to Chacham for it. We had this as well. You just try to give me honor. My honor is not to take from you. We were the nether, we broke the nether, whatever we did here, there's no need to do a nether. There's no need to do a fara by Chacham. Now this is the reverse. The guy wants to squeeze him for some money. He says, listen, you, if you don't give my son X, Y, Z, like I told you, I gave give money to the Rav, the Rav said, give it to my son. So it depends. They, they, they speak about, is the son, are you supporting your son? Not supporting your son. At any rate, I want my son to have, uh, I, I want a bribe from you, I tell you, give it to my son. Okay, if you don't give it to my son, I'm going to put you in a nether. You don't even have to go to Chacham for this. Why? It's as if, you know, the guy doesn't need that bribe anymore. So he says, you know what? It's as if I accepted the bribe, even though it was to, directed to my son. I received it. You don't even have to go to a Chacham. If somebody says, you must marry my daughter, my, my, my sister's daughter, my niece. Now, there's a mitzvah to marry your niece. It's brought down, the Ram brings it here. Vahaya, what's the Lashon over there? Vashem. Uh, oh, Ostikra Vashem Yana. Yeah, Ostikra Vashem Yana. And Tysus in Yavamas explains, if you remember, when we learned Yavamas, explains that your niece is most similar to you in Midas and everything because Roy Bonam Achreya, Achreya, Ach. So Mela, it seems from Tysus that you try to marry someone that's similar to you. Not the opposite, opposite track, but it's better. It's a better idea to marry someone similar to you. Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah. I'm sorry, but this is a choyser. He was so fed up he, with his sister, whoever it is, that keeps on pushing the shidduch. I have nothing to do with her. I don't, I'm not going to have any, she's not going to be able to benefit from me. Even if I marry her, she won't, I won't be able to support her, nothing. And he says, I'm... I have nothing to do with you. I hate you. I'm divorcing you. You have nothing to do with me. They could benefit from him. Why? He was talking about married relationships. He's talking about acting as a married couple. But stamana is mutter. Back to the question. They were on a date. And she said, I have nothing to do with you. I won't have anything to do with you. Is she allowed to get a ride back home with them? The answer is yes. According to this, 
I didn't see it inside anywhere, but it seems like because she was only talking about Ishos and not a ride. He was trying to force his friend to get by him. And this is also we had a few times. He says, you know what? Don't bother me again. I'm making another against your house. I'm not going to even taste anything cold. He's permitted to drink a nice cold drink. To have a serious suda. He made another against. Have a wonderful day.